Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. Will you say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort? <laughs> this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Emergency pod! The Oklahoma City Thunder have signed Vasily Micic to a three-year deal. First reported by ESPN. Three years, $23.5 million to join the Thunder. The two-time EuroLeague champion and an MVP, Mitchich brings a significant skill set and IQ to OKC, uh, which is uh, what Woj typed into a tweet recently. Uh, with me to break down Mitchich and what it means for the Thunder, uh, I've got my guy, Michele Barra. Michele, what's up? Well, it's... What a day. I mean, we expected like a boring free agency as like as late as yesterday evening for me. And it was kind of okay for the first, I would say, 18 hours. And then this bomb. Yeah, it's big. I had kind of thought, you know, they took... Can you hear the bells, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, it's celebrating this... Sorry. It's Mitch's day. Uh, I think <clears throat> it's, yeah. a lot of us thought when they when they took Kason that maybe it meant they weren't going to get Mitch. And I think obviously the Thunder think otherwise with the with the thought of having a lot of ball handlers and decision makers. It's something that we've talked about on the show a lot throughout. Uh the last couple of years is that I just don't think that you can have enough ball handlers and decision makers. And that's, you bring in both those guys and I think that they're going to help solidify what the Thunder do. And that's, that's kind of the cool thing you see across the league. Not only are teams bringing in guys to just like, please Fred Van Vliet change the culture of the Rockets, please Somebody do something with this team or that team. Uh, Bruce Brown, we're going we're gonna to require you to really help us get our defense to a better place. Michich is just, hey, come to the team. Fit in. He's going to be in the same vein as like uh, Mike Muscala or Kendrick Williams on this team as a veteran. That's going to be his job is to come in as a guard off the bench, I have no doubt in my mind that his role was like very clearly explained to him. Michele is frozen. Um, 
Yeah. I, oh, there I, he is. There he is. <laughs> um, I I think his role is, had, had to have been clearly defined. I am shocked, shocked that he agreed to take on this role and come to this team and to participate with this team. It is a massive win for the Thunder to get a free yeah. agent like him to come over. I mean, you can ask Sixers fans. They thought they thought for years, okay, Mitch is just going to come over. He can help us. He can do all these things and like, no, no, no. Uh, and we know as Thunder fans and people that have followed the Thunder that like it's been the same thing for the past couple of years. And the fact that they actually got him to come over, the fact that he wants to play for this team, it speaks to the culture of the team. It speaks to the talent level. It speaks to his mm-hmm. respect for guys like Shea and Giddy and J-Dub and Chet. The lineup combinations are going to be so much fun because you can, I mean, we've talked about this. You can never have enough shooting and playmaking on the roster. And the pressure's not going to be really on him to help deliver them to anything except for, hey, they've brought in three players that I think can accentuate what this team does well. They've brought in three guys that I think can hit open threes. They've brought in three guys that I think can help. And so Bertans is obviously to a lesser extent mm-hmm. than Micic and, and Kaysan, but I think, boy, this is you should be very excited if you're a Thunder fan for, for many, many reasons. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I will also be so interested to see how Micic tries to be um, more than a bench player for OKC, I'm I'm sure that he will say, okay, I'll I respect it. I will come off the bench, but then wait for it because Mitchich is a guy um, that led teams to Euroleagues. Uh, he played for Serbia um, in the national team, which is and he was the leader of that team. Yeah, it's not very easy to do um, do it really really. Jokic, of course. Um, this can be a play where Mitchell stays with OKC, tries, and then maybe as early as the deadline, it says, "Okay, um, let let's let's go with Plan B, which is move me somewhere else." Yeah. Or this can be something that lasts for uh, for a long time. I mean, I think that the money were definitely something that OKC could offer differently oh. from many other teams. Yeah, it's it's about in the range that we so, thought, like that $7 million range. And, and you look at guards and like what they're getting paid across the league. I think you ask like every GM in the league, would you rather take a shot at Micic or sign Dennis Schroeder? And well, Schroeder, apparently someone wants to do the latter. So, someone did, and they signed him for about double what Micic commanded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a great value for the Thunder. Uh, I couldn't help but think of the Al Horford deal. And just what a crazy deal that was for the Thunder. So I think it was first reported by by Mark Stein. I don't remember if that's, if that's accurate or not. But Philly traded Al Horford a 2025 first-round pick that is looking more valuable by the second with the turmoil that's happening in Philly. Mm-hmm. They got the rest of Teo, which didn't work out, and Mijic. Uh, and that was in, in exchange for Danny Green, Terrence Ferguson, and Vincent Poirier. 
Um, just an insane Poirier. trade. Wow. <laughs> just an insane trade to get, to get Michich and a 2025 first round pick essentially just to take on Horford's deal is pretty outrageous. Yeah. So, yeah. And OKC got also back something from Boston. So it was actually uh, an incredible trade. Um, yeah. And yeah, Michich uh, is um, the shooting part is what is very interesting. I mean, Michich was always a pure shooter um, in Europe. He is over 85% from the line for his career. Um, 37% for his career and on high volume. I mean, in the Turkish league, where that is not the same as the EuroLeague, but he was shooting um, 45% over the past two years and 36% in EuroLeague. So I get that when the competition is different, um, probably the type of shots that he will that he gets are kind of different. But if you're looking as him playing in an off-ball role or just not a primary offensive role in OKC, he will have a ton of open shots. And he, for his, his entire career, he showed that he is really able to make them at a high clip. And then there is all the other stuff. I mean, if I tell you today that Micic is a slightly better version of Josh Ingles, like Joe Ingles. this would be an amazing... Yeah, sorry. Um, it's an amazing deal for OKC. And yeah. I think that Michis has the potential to be way better than him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a big guard that can play probably across three positions with the way that the Thunder want to play. Like, you could envision him. And especially when we're talking about playing him with Giddy, who is just giant. I think yeah. that this opens up a lot for them. And he's also just highly competitive, mm-hmm. which I think will help the Thunder a lot. Is like adding, you're adding two highly competitive guards coming off your bench. When you think about this, when you think about the starting lineup, which I still would project, it'll be Shea, Dort, Giddy, J Dub, Chet. Mm-hmm. And then you think about who's coming off the bench now. It's. Micic, it's Kaysan, it's um, Kenrich. Kenrich. It's Jay Will. Yeah. That's a highly competitive bench coming off the bench. That is not, it's not, they're not going to take a ton off the table, too. Jang is going to get time, certainly. I think mm-hmm. Poku will get some time. But we're talking about like steadying forces off the bench that didn't truly exist. Last year, where it was like, okay, we got to try Trey. We, you know, Isaiah, I'd even mention Isaiah Joe, who can come in yeah. and shoot as well. And then we're talking about Bertons at times will come in and have his minutes here and there to shoot. Certainly less than probably 70% of his games will be played. Um, the Thunder are suddenly really deep with highly skilled, high basketball IQ players this it's gonna be really fun to watch what they can do adding just one more player i think it was going to be fun regardless but whenever you can bring Michich in you can i mean this is if he turns out to be a really good player and sticks around and plays in okc he'll like instantly be one of like the best like free agents to come over and i know they had his draft rights and all that but truly yeah. He would not come to just any situation to play. 
it would have been, if if this situation looked more like Houston or looked more like Detroit or like OKC two seasons ago or what like, OKC looked like two seasons ago or even yeah two seasons ago when we thought he was coming over yeah it was like no and even and then the expectations that he would take on like a pretty big role and here like it's yeah. not like he'll have a small role here but in comparison to what the expectations would have been a couple of years ago yeah i mean it would have been it would have been huge. Now he gets to come in, kind of fit in, play a similar role to Kenrich. I'm sure there will be games that he'll close with the Thunder mm-hmm. just because of the shooting and the playmaking that he possesses. There'll be a lot of games where he comes in, and he's just like the backup point guard for the team. And it allows Kason to like, hey, you come in, you actually get to learn from this guy, former EuroLeague MVP, champion, crazy competitor. You get to learn from him, play alongside him, and he just it it allows Wallace to just more accentuate what happens, more play, just like run around and make sure that he's making an impact in other ways. I think I think it's out. I think it's an outstanding deal. I think the Thunder should be really proud that he decided to come over. Like it's a big win, Philly. Philly, even when they were pretty good couldn't get him to come over. And some of that may have just been timing and him wanting to accomplish more in Europe overall. But this is, it's, it's a big deal to add a rotation player for 7 million on the market is not easy to do today. I mean, go look at all the contracts that were flying around yesterday. Find me somebody that's as good as him that only made that much. I mean, it's not, you're not going to find it. I mean, it's it's a great value, and it's it's great. It's, it just says a lot of really good things about where the Thunder are headed, for sure. Yeah, probably the, the um, one contract that has better value is the one that Vincent signed with the Lakers, but it's L.A. So it's L.A. It's, and it's the full it's mid-level. A, I mean, he signed the full mid-level, which, yeah, you know, Mitch just no, signed what would have been like, you know, a, a little more than half of what the mid-level, but yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can say that Vincent had, I mean, has a little bit more value if he's what we saw in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are many other contracts that are balloons and, and, and Mitchell has a very reasonable deal in the range that we expected, like seven to eight minutes. It's close to eight minutes. Yep. And it creates, as you mentioned, like the fact that OKC is deep, it also creates an incredible, um, um training camp like yeah it's it's going to be real who sticks who plays and who doesn't mm-hmm. like it's uh it's important that i mean everyone recognizes that there are probably five to six guys that have minutes guaranteed next season all the others will have to work i mean isaiah joe will have to work hard uh for his minutes because michich can shoot not as good as him in terms of quickness and relocation and stuff like that but he's a great shooter mm-hmm. and so is lou dort so is Kason. like they all need to play hard i'm sure that dort and and wallace will have their minutes but i mean yeah. michich is a real player yeah and and without like pressing any emergency button okc improved dramatically i think um the back end of the roster but Hansen Oladipo, who knows? I mean, Depot will probably um, rehab for half a season, if not more. 
Yeah, I mean, that Patella tent, I mean, we know, trying to see Andre Robertson yeah. come back from that. And this is not Vic's first injury. I mean, this this is yeah, a, no, hey, no. take two picks, take two seconds, and... And help the guy. Help him a little bit. And who yeah. and who knows? I mean, they, he, he might be waived, you know. He might. Or they may he keep might. his contract around money. to be traded, you know, just because that's kind of a yeah. valuable spot. You know, about nine million yeah. is pretty valuable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would ex- expect to not see Victor Oladipo wearing a Thunder jersey. You know, like that's yeah, that's not. No, the happen. injury is severe. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there was an interesting um, comment on the chat. On the chat, Mick Leak, is this just a sign trade with a thirty day stand down? No, um, it's not. I can yeah. I can confidently say that it's not that the expectation is that Mitrich is going to play and that he's going to fit into what they do and that he's going to fill a role I similar to Muscala similar to Kenrich like the the Thunder and also if people want to say well this is the Thunder pushing the button like the Thunder have always had guys like this on the roster they've never mm-hmm. not had like veterans off the bench to come in and help and accentuate and push the team more toward how they are supposed to play. So I wouldn't call this pushing the button. I would say it was very opportunistic for the Thunder to bring him in. It was inexpensive, and it was an opportunity to take an asset that had been Charlie Brown and the football for years, where it was not only for this franchise, but for Philly as well. They just, he continued to just kind of play the NBA a little bit so that he could get leverage in Europe. And that's fine. But now that he's actually coming over, it's, it's a huge deal for the Thunder. It's a, it's a big time win for the franchise and for the team. And he's going to help. Like, he'll help next year. He'll help with whatever young guys that need it. Great. There may be times where, you know, a lot of times they'll sit. Uh, SGA down, you know, early, and then they bring in somebody off the bench. You bring in Micic to play alongside Giddy and J-Dub and Chet and whoever else. Boy, like it just gives you options to continue the... And this is, this is what it is all about to me, is the Thunder are going to play a specific style. Yeah. And... You have to you have to be able to fit in that within that style, and Mitrich fits it to a T, and that's why I'd always kind of hoped that he would come over. I had my doubts about it, just because I didn't know if he'd be willing to take on this kind of role, that he'd be willing to take less minutes, that he'd be willing to come off the bench. But he is obviously he wouldn't have signed this deal if he wasn't, and he's going to come over and he's going to play, and I I think he's it's going to be a blast because he. He plays a brand of basketball that's really exciting. And the Western Conference is competitive. Like, let's just be yeah. clear. It's going to be uber competitive next year in the West. And to add just another competent rotation player is a big deal for them. And so it's it, it helps propel the Thunder forward. And it helps accentuate what they want to do. It's a... Um, it's a huge win, and the, and OKC, if this were like on the free agent market, wouldn't be able to get a player like this. 
When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, yeah, Jake Fisher, uh, Brett Bluma's in the chat says that Jake Fisher reported that Utah was interested in Mitrich at the draft. Yeah. I'd actually heard similar things. Um, never heard that they were close on yeah. any deal um, that Utah was close to getting him or, but I, I think like the idea of moving to nine would have been a piece of that, but I'm not so sure that Utah was even willing to do that. I don't, I don't believe that there were discussions around that. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you're the thunder, you probably can't get a ton back in return. He's, he's worth more to you as a player than he is as an asset, you know? Yeah. And, Perhaps he shows that he's actually worth a little bit more and he outgrows the role and he's like, great, I love the NBA. Maybe he's like, not that he's going to be as good as Luca. He won't be as good as Luca. But in the same way that Luca said, like the NBA is so much easier in the Euroleague. Um, Yeah, and and it's about what I was saying uh, initially about his three-point shot. Uh, If you remember when we scouted Shingun in the Turkish League, there was so much space. Uh, because the defense was not very tough. And and Mitch played a good chunk of his minutes there, and the numbers were, were, are completely different from there to the EuroLeague. I'm not saying that Mitch will, will find it super-duper easy to play in the NBA, but when you can shoot, can pass, and have that size, I mean, I think that he will fit very well, especially against second units. Like, Mitch mm-hmm. can be really valuable when you have to play, um, I don't know, Indiana second unit and you have a, a player that is probably at the same talent level of a starting point guard and it's is going for your throat. Like, Mitch is a <laughs> true competitor every single day, every single night, in every competition. And, and so I, I just, again, uh, I just want to see this... Uh, like the training camp and see who makes the cut because OKC will have to probably renounce to two players. And this will be the case for the next three, four years. Yeah. Every year, two, three players will be left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, Poco is in the bubble. Yep. Jerry is in the bubble. Trey Mann mm-hmm. is in the bubble this year. 
we have probably these three players. They can still move away. Um, a guy like Aaron Wiggins, as I mentioned yesterday, his role seems very clogged right now, mm-hmm. uh, the, the position where he plays, so they can get a second rounder maybe for him. If somebody's um, willing to give you like a lottery protected first for Isaiah Joe, which I don't suspect that that would be his value, no. but if somebody would, then like, yeah, let's go. Is it weird for me to say that I would rather keep Isaiah Joe than Wiggins? I don't think that is a bold statement. Not like necessarily, I, I just because we've seen how it works. And Joe is just a clearly just a better shooter. Yeah. Than Wiggins so uh, I, I'm not hating on Aaron Wiggins. I just say that there are like multiple players now with similar traits that will probably command more minutes and you can sneakingly have an asset out of that um yeah whereas with 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 j-rob and with Trey man i don't believe that you are really getting a real asset you may get a top 55 protected second rounder yeah. for jerry and maybe a second rounder with some somewhat protection there for a Trey man if you can get it yeah i mean this might be one of the better like shooting thunder teams as far as like role players go ever when it comes to like yeah. Isaiah Joe and Michich and like I'm probably Bertans and Chet Bertans like and Chet like the, like they can shoot it they can shoot it I mean Wiggins shot 39% from three last year Kenner shot 37% from three you know there's there's a lot there if I'm if I'm to guess who goes I mean, I think Trey Mann is definitely somebody that's going to be on the chopping block just because they have mm-hmm. a lot of guards. Yeah. And he doesn't necessarily fit the same mold as all the other guards do with regards to yeah. how they play and how they fit in and what they do for the offense. Um, he's going to have to have a really good summer to stick around. I don't think it's over for him necessarily. Like, he's going to get a shot. And, like, we can't also get trapped by the hey we don't have enough roster spots like we got to figure out what are we going to do how are we going to settle this they'll settle it and they don't have to settle it until october so if they just hold these players for the next several weeks don't be surprised because even the thunder at this point may not know what they want to do yet with regards to these guys you know if trey made a big leap and comes back into camp and looks amazing. You want to cut him now? You want to trade him now? No. Ab- he may be better than Isaiah Joe in camp. And it's like, oh, wow. Exactly. Okay. We'll keep him. We can find, we can get a nice, you know, unprotected second round pick from somebody for Joe. And we'll call it a day. I mean, that could be what happens. We don't know. And I can't sit here and act like I know. But I do yeah, know that Mitchich complicates it for those guys. Because he's going to take minutes over them. And so yeah. it, now it just becomes what what do they look like in camp would be my guess. No, they can make a deal today. Who knows? Right. But my guess is that like they'll carry more players than they're allowed to for the regular season now. They're allowed to carry up to 20 through the offseason. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's going to be care or concern about that. There wasn't that care or concern. I mean, I saw Tail Maladone in a Thunder jersey on media day walking through the halls. Saw Derek yeah. Favors in a Thunder jersey on media day. Yeah. So let's not act like something needs to happen quick. It doesn't, and it and there's a chance that it won't until then. So, hey, training camp is important to make these decisions. Like, yeah. I'm sure that they have an idea, and I, and I'm sure that if the right offers come into place, like for example, if tomorrow someone calls and say, "Okay, I'll give you 
a top 20 protective first for his age. Oh, I don't want you to wait. I want him for training camps. And, and, oh, maybe, well, maybe we'll think about it. Yeah. Um, but if if this is not the case and you get like very mild offers that you might get um, after training camp, then just make them compete. Yeah. Like use the preseason as real uh, time for making evaluations, extra evaluations. Like, I'm not sure how much Shea will play in, in preseason or or guys like that. Yeah, but maybe for guys like Trey Man, um, to consolidate Mitch's roles and, and stuff like that, that time will be important. Uh, I don't think a player like Mitch should play in summer league. Um, I could be wrong about that. But no, I would, I would say in preseason. Well, I'm 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 sorry. I was not responding to you. I was responding to somebody oh, okay. in the chat. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, Rice. Noah okay. Rice in the chat. Uh, I, I don't think so. He doesn't strike me as the kind of player that would play in Summer League. That would be really weird, unless he wants to go to Vegas and just have a I, time of his life. He may just be so pumped to wear a Thunder jersey that he just has got to put one on ASAP. Yeah, okay. Let me play one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't know about Summer League. I would be very surprised if he did, but... Uh, this is a this is a a really good day to be a Thunder fan. This is a big this is a big deal to add part of what could be a really strong nine man rotation uh, heading into next season. The Thunder are going to be really competitive, and adding a super competitive player that can shoot to this roster that is malleable, that can play the way they want to play, that can further push the team toward this way. Uh, is extremely valuable. So Thunder fans should be very excited about this addition. And, you know, the, the Thunder organization itself should be very proud that he agreed, that he agreed yeah. to join. Because it says a lot about where the team is today. It says a lot about how the organization has handled themselves, that somebody would, that has the stature of Micic that says, hey, you know what, I want to be a part of that. And I'm willing to be a part of that. And I'm willing to be the eighth or ninth guy on this team that's on its way up in the Western Conference. I still don't believe that. I still can't sure. believe it either. But he clearly has agreed no, to I'm, something like that. I'm sure like that. that this is not in Michich's mind. I mean, I, think I don't know, Mikel. What do you think? Said, yeah. Does he think he's the fourth best guy on the team? What does he think? That, the second that, best guy no. on the team? No, but I, I think he's, he views himself as a player that is worth of a starting unit yeah. job in the NBA. Uh, I'm sure. Kedges Watermelon in the chat. Uh, for the layman, what's a good comp for Micic? Um, I, I said Joe Josh uh, Ingles. Joe Ingles. Uh, yeah. with more. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Joe. Yeah, like a six-six uh, Joe Ingles that is pro- more more of a primary ball handler than yeah. what jo- than what Joe was as like a tertiary guy. Um, yeah, but in Europe, Ingles was like a, a wing with playmaking abilities. And yeah, probably probably Mitch has more playmaking and more shooting, whereas Ingles has more defense and. Um, but they are both creative, and yeah. so I think that, that is, and that's the role that you can play on a winning team. Like Ingles was a starter on winning teams, and yeah. I think that Mitchich has a better European career than what uh, Ingles had at the time. And, and in general, I, I think that it's not stupid to say that Mitchich is the better player between the two. Um, so why are we 
relegating him. It depends on his on his defense. Like if he's good defensively, then I think that, that a lot of people that will be a question. Will. That will be a question mark for sure. What yeah. he looks like um, as a defender, and that's probably why he's a bench player, which is okay. Yeah, yeah. The defense is not at Ingles level. Yeah, or at least it wasn't uh, in Europe. We mm-hmm. have to see it because there are moments in the national with the national teams where it was like all over the place. We'll see. That is the calling card. If he can defend uh, reasonably well, then there will be times where we kind of push for him to be in the starting unit because of everything else. And again, Uh. he is tall. Like, if you have him on your starting unit, there is nobody below 6'6", which is (laughs) insane. You could see a world where they close with those guys, where it's like Shea, Michich, Giddy, J-Dub, Chet. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, everyone can attack. Everyone can shoot, pass, and dribble. And, and you have, like, anybody can play pick and roll with anybody, which is, like, a dream coming true. Um, yeah. And there will be times where you need a guy like Ludor being there um, oh, most of the time. No doubt. Because you really need his defense. Yeah. I don't think that Mitchich will be the same level of defender that Luke can be. Um, so in that regard, I'm not saying that... Uh, like, yeah, of course, Mitch can come in and, and, and just be as good as a defender. No, but we will wonder what to choose between Dort Stephens and and Mitch, everything else. Uh, and this will also be like why I think this is great for OKC. It's because everyone will feel more pressure. And yeah. like, and I, and I really hope that this turns into an environment where, yes, there is pressure, but everyone improves. And if mm-hmm. everyone improves, like this will be a team that that's that it's not an easy out because they really have eight, nine guys that are legitimately good NBA players, which mm-hmm. on most nights and on playoff nights, this is what matters. Yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, for this emergency pod. Um, it's going to be a very interesting season. This is, this is way more than I would have expected. They gained... You know, two second round picks and Micic within the first day of free agency. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's one of the better free agency uh, days for OKC ever. So uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, we will talk to you guys again on Monday.